Let's reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. I love Fridays at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour central. It's a chance for us to take a breath, a deep breath, right? And focus on what Hollywood hates and God ordains. And that's marriage, man and woman coming together. Give it a shot. Crack open that Bible, man. Check it out in Genesis. <laughs> you might be surprised. Um, and we focus on the glory, the sanctity, the holiness, and steaminess of marriage. I put the steaminess part in. We've been doing this for years now. My wingman on this op is uh, the guy who wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com, Robert Kosick. He's a church deacon and a marriage coach. What's up, coach? Hi, Mr. Kosick. How you doing? Hey. Happy Friday to you, Sam. I am excited about this weekend, mainly just because it's the end of the week. I'm just know, one right? of those weeks. I'm like, hey, nothing fancy going on this weekend. I'm just ready for the week to be over. <sighs> and snuggling in some cold weather kind of stuff, watching some Hallmark movies. Uh, we, we watched that uh, country wedding uh, as well. Not last night, but it was on last time. Uh, that, that was a good one. There were some good lines in there. Yeah, so um, the, I think it's the I think it's two or three years old. I, we, we only watched Hallmark up to about 2019 before a radical yeah. extremist agenda came in. And Jesse Metcalf is a country singer, and he's going to yep. marry the pretty actress, the, the the vapid, you know, Hollywood star. But the cute Texas girl is right there from his old hometown. He asks his oh, pastor. Yeah. It's nice that he puts him with a pastor, and he says, you know, like, how do you know you're marrying the right woman, whatever. And the pastor responds when she walks into the room, the bride, the day of the wedding, and only sees you and eyes locking on you, and she, like, tears. And, dude, I, so yep. I, I took the cell phone video and put it on our Facebook page. Yep, um, yep. It's simple, right? And, and, and to make it even simpler, it's, you're just comfortable. You can always tell in the Hallmark movie, right? Because they come in, they always got someone who's like, well, how is she going to turn into a witch or he's going to turn into the jerk? Because uh, that always how that happens. And then they always fall back on the one that is, they're just comfortable with, right? We're just good together. And those two, everything they did, they were just comfortable, right? They went fishing and did a couple of things and they just enjoyed each other's company with no agenda, not trying to prove anything, just enjoying the two being together, which is what we talked about right. a few weeks ago. It's It's reigniting that that i'm just comfortable so i miss us when we did that one it's just being comfortable it's, it's, right. it's a wonderful place to be right our world famous marriage talk segment got me canned from the last station uh this is <laughs> tip number 326 that mr Cossack writes go to it on our facebook page i'll read and he'll comment it's called let them go last week we covered leave cleave in one flesh this week we want to explore the flip side of leave letting them go why because so many parents really don't understand why it's so important, and how not letting go may damage the marriage they're trying to help. Why is letting go critical? Bias. Parents, no doubt, want the best for their children. Therefore, they'll have a bias towards their child, which will result in subconsciously or intentionally accepting only their child's perception of the situation. Talk about that, Mr. Kosick. Right. So this is so, so important because um, that whole leave thing that we talked about last week is that, that emotional separation from your parents where you're not reliant mainly on them anymore, the primary now becomes your spouse. But you know with children, we do, we've done this all the time. And, you know, you kick them home and said, well, this happened at school, and you never guess what they said. No, 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 go on, on, on. You, you just believe it wholeheartedly that their perception is what actually happened. And you, you tend to focus just on that and, and take it point blank and not really dig into it any deeper. Well, if you do that with your children and their marriage, and you're only listening to your child's perception of what took place, you're probably going to be wrong because usually the truth is it's what he says, what she says, and the truth lies somewhere in the middle. <laughs> That's right. right. That's right. So, so, 
it, it's never one side or the other. Everybody is kind of tainted. They always spin things a little bit towards themselves. So if all you're taking is your child and, and then you're acting on that, you're probably going to cause more damage. You're listening to our world-famous marriage talk segment every Friday, bottom of the 8 o'clock hour central. This is from the parent's side with the kids. Um, marriage tip 326. It's emotional. The parent's emotional bent towards their children's well-being, unfortunately, will drive their own opinions about what they think is best for the child without an honest consideration for what their child and the child's spouse actually needs, Mr. Robert Kosick. Very, very important on this one. Very important. I had a couple called me up. It was about 10 o'clock at night and said, we got this issue going on. Can you come over? We can fix it out. You know, help us fix it and stuff. And I, I said, sure. So I hopped in the, in the vehicle, drove over there. And they had had an argument. And But the parents who lived just a couple of doors down, the mom decided to get involved in this kind of stuff here. And they were given their own opinion about this is what you should do and that's what you should do and this is how you fix that. And never once did the mom say, well, what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to fix it, not fix it, whatever you want to do? And and it's really interesting because when you do that, uh, you see a whole different perspective. I had one couple where, where the brother who I worked with said, hey, my, my, my younger brother is, is married to the scouts. It's a total train wreck. They need some help. Can you talk to him? And I said, sure. And the first question I asked is, what do you want to do? And he said, I want to stay married. I love this woman. I want to make it work. And I said, but your family tells me she's had multiple affairs. She's done all this bad stuff. You're 28 years old. You should get on with your life. Oy. Are you sure that's what you want? Yeah. Are you sure that's what you want to do? <laughs> I mean, how many family members would say, yeah, you should fight for that marriage? But I asked him, I said, what do you want to do? He said, I want to marry this woman. I want her to know how much I love her. I said, okay, well, then that's what we're going to fight for. It took a year and three months, and she finally decided, you know what? I can't not love somebody who loves me as much as I try to train wreck this marriage. They renewed their vows. They had a, she had a child. He um, legally adopted the child. They bought a new house, and we we're like eight years down the road now, and they're the happiest marriage that I know of um, because, because he wanted to fight for the marriage, and the rest of the family were like, that's nuts. Why would you do that? Because it's what he wants. That's why. So you got to get to what they want if you're going to help. I love it. This one I think we can all, a lot of us men, who maybe grew up, without a lot of assets in inner-city areas, can understand this one in our world-famous marriage talk. Ulterior motives. In extreme cases, dad and her mom will have decided their child's spouse is just not good enough for their precious son or daughter. This will create <laughs> tremendous friction between the parents and their children's spouse that can subsequently drive a wedge between the child and his or her spouse or the parents of the child. Boy, haven't, yeah. we, haven't we heard a lot of that? Hey, he's no good. I know he's no good. He's a bum. <laughs> oh, he's a bomb. He's lousy. Never, not good enough for my little girl. Right. right. And being, right. being Sicilian, I could take that to an nth degree. Um, in fact, my daughter wrote me a letter one time. She's just kind of kidding around. She says, I want to thank you for being the godly father and being, but I know what I need to live towards, what I need to look for. And, and the husband goes, oh, P.S., please don't chase away the guy, though. <laughs> so, I'm like, he will be good enough. She knows that. But uh, it's one of those things where you want the absolute best for your kids. But I can tell you, if, if you have that attitude like they're just not good enough, well, then you're going to cause all kinds of problems because you'll never ever help them fix that marriage. That couple I told you about that called me at 10 o'clock at night, when I got there, the mom was actually sitting there yelling at the parent, yelling at the daughter. It was her, it was, um, you know, getting involved with it. She's saying, I will pay for the divorce lawyer if you would just leave this bum. I will pay for him uh, to you to get away from this guy. And so she had to leave the mother and say, look, if you're not going to help us fix our marriage, then I can't have you to be a part of our family until you're ready to work with us, not against us. She had to do that first. And then they started working on the marriage. It took a couple of years. Mom's back in the picture. Everything's all settled. The marriage is phenomenal. They've had two or three more kids. We are now uh, probably 10 years down the road from that episode. And they are phenomenally strong, but they had to separate from the mom 
who had ulterior moves saying, you're not good enough for my daughter, so I'm going to pay to get rid of him. And the daughter had to say, no, that ain't happening because I want this marriage to work. And they made it work. You know? Hashtag so, Jewish family, hashtag Italian families. Absolutely. Dude, seriously, <laughs> I can tell you firsthand. <laughs> Luckily, uh, I married into a, a wonderful family that accepted me, but there were other parents who were like, you're a bum, you know, whatever. I oh, yeah. Okay, real it quick. It doesn't help. Yeah. No. And our hot and heavy marriage tip. Uh, Brainiac, a study found, let's see, 2018, intimacy boosts brain memory performance. Two-year study, 6,000 couples, 50 years and older, found that those who had more yeah more hoorah, uh, <laughs> horizontal dancing, exhibited much greater memory performance at the end of the study. Even better than that, the correlation was strongest among the older couples. So, you know, uh, you know, uh, doing the horizontal dancing and uh, memory uh, and other things go hands in hands. I love it, Mr. Cossack. Yeah, so cleaving is really, really, really important, and becoming one is extremely important, especially as you get older, apparently. So this is a study of over 6,000 people for over two years, and they just answered a bunch of questions along the way on habits and activities and those kind of things, and then they just did a memory test at the beginning, and they did a memory test at the end <laughs> where you answer all these questions, and those who had more fun for two years actually had stronger memories, short-term right. memory and whatnot. So. Here's the marketing phrase, screw memory loss. <laughs> yeah, that's right. America, hope you picked up something. You're married, husbands, go flirt with your wives tonight. Wives, flash your husbands. Like when you were newlyweds, you knuckleheads. Go follow our uh, Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, for our world-famous marriage talk segment tip 326. Mr. Cossack, great job as always. Bona fortuna. Have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you next Friday. You have a blessed weekend, too, Sam. And if your husband is dumb as a stump, it's probably your fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Wrapping it up. Our world-famous marriage talk segment for the 5th of February on AM 1070, The Answer. Step up, wake up to reality. But each time I do, just the thought of you makes me stop just before I begin. Because I've got you under my skin